Hey everyone, welcome to the Americana Station podcast. I am your host, Will Payne Harrison, and today on the podcast, we have Strays Don't Sleep. Uh, They've been sleeping for 15 years though, but they've come back, and uh, Matthew Ryan and Nielsen Hubbard, who are both amazing songwriters, singer-songwriters in their own regard, have come together to bring back their project uh, with a new EP that is just released and is fantastic. We talk about that today. Um, Robert Henry is coming up in a couple of weeks on the podcast. I've got Cody Howe from NashvilleNoise.com. And uh, my schedule has filled up for G- uh, for December, uh, including we've got Van Plating uh, from Florida on the show. Um, we have Grabber Grass. Uh, they're a bluegrass band out of Memphis. And um, uh, my mind is blanking, but we've got some more coming. And they're, they are uh, effectively booked. And I'll just have to click some emails to, to make sure who I'm missing. But we've got a lot more good stuff coming up down the pipeline. So stick around. Make sure that you're following, rate, and review. Uh, thank you, everyone who has. It's really helped out a lot. Uh, we've gone up a little bit uh, in the world of podcasting. Uh, I've gotten a little bit more coverage. I'm seeing the listeners go up a little bit. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for everyone so far has just gone to uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher radio, whatever platform you're going to. But, uh, if you, if you can, if you're using Apple podcasts and you can go rate and review, just give it a five-star review. Just say, Will Payne Harrison is the most amazing host I've ever seen. Um, you don't have to put that in quotations, just say it, you know? And, uh, yeah, that helps so much with, uh, all of the rankings and such and, and getting it more seen and more ears on this podcast. If you enjoy it, share it with your friends, spread the news, um, I hope that you are finding a lot of new, up-and-coming, amazing music like I am. Um, I'm excited to do this because I'm getting to hear people that, you know, I'm on the road all the time and I, I meet new people all the time, but I still am constantly uh, getting pitched for new music that I've never heard that's amazing. And if I could do it every single day, uh, you know, I would. Um, but unfortunately... Uh, it's only as time permits, and uh, I'm doing this completely 100% free, so all of your support helps because I can't go blast uh, people with Facebook ads and such because I just don't have the money to do that, but word of mouth helps so much, uh, and leaving rating reviews helps so incredibly much, and uh, it doesn't take much time out of your day. You're already listening to the podcast right now. Just go click on it and rate it while you're listening. Um what else have we got going on? Um, I don't think I mentioned that we have a new president-elect, Joe Biden, and uh, a new vice president, Kamala Harris. Uh, That's very exciting news. Uh, Even in the world of songwriting, I think that that's going to change the landscape of songwriting a bit. Um, On both sides, I think. You know, we're going to have a lot of people who are conservative that are now angry, and we're going to have a lot of people who are uh, more liberal who are now happy. So uh, I think there'll be some different music coming out of this period of time, and that's exciting news. And uh, the world is celebrating with us, uh, and it's it's exciting times. Um, but we're going to talk about Strays Don't Sleep and their new EP that's coming out. So let's get to it. When ambient folk duo Strays Don't Sleep 
released their self-titled debut in 2005. Matthew Ryan and Nilsson Hubbard were still in the early stages of their career. Matthew Ryan, already a celebrated songwriter, whose albums mine the intersection of folk, punk, and blue-collar roots rock, would go on to release 12 acclaimed recordings for the next 14 years. Mixing sharply written autobiography with character-driven songs about heartbreak, hope, and humanity. Everything is right on time. It all went wrong, but I don't mind. Meanwhile, Hubbard's stature as one of Nashville's go-to producers, engineers, and photographers would grow to greater heights during the 2010s, a decade that found him working with everyone from Mary Gauthier on Grammy-nominated Rifles and Rosary Beads to John Prine. Oh, I got swallowed by the hollows. Oh, I got tore up by the nights. Oh, now in 2020, a short film for a long story brings Ryan and Hubbard back together for the first time in 15 years. Rooted in minimalism, melody, and moody atmosphere, the four-song EP offers up its brand of earthy, cinematic indie folk. Without further ado, here's Stray's Don't Sleep. Thanks for having us, Will. Thanks so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um, it's our pleasure. It's such a weird world. Yeah, it is a weird world. And there's there's like, like no frame of reference it feels like anymore for time so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um, so this new ep is 15 years in the making is that right <laughs> yes. 14 years 15 years yeah yeah more or less so you guys were you originally started this band um i guess before y'all kind of started taking off in different directions and what was the quarantine what kind of brought y'all back to the strays don't sleep Go ahead, Nielsen. Uh, well, I think that we had started, um, I guess, like, the band kind of, like, ended in an abrupt manner 15 years ago. But during that 15 years, we were talking and, and had been, and remained friends and just kept, our friendship kept getting stronger. And every time we would get together, we would maybe, like, muse about, hey, like, or you think we'll do something yeah let's do that but then both of us were really busy and then ryan moved away for a few years and then came back to, to nashville and i think once he got back that's when we knew all right and that was still probably three years before <laughs> we, but um i and yeah just i think everybody kind of gets in zones like if because ryan's done a lot of does a lot of solo albums and you get in that cycle of doing it and touring and yeah. i was always putting out a record or, or making a record producing a record and then i got into video as well so but yeah i think once we really did start thinking about it last year so it was a little before the pandemic but the pandemic definitely helped like the process i think for sure to get yeah. it done yeah yeah so so ryan where were you for the four years that you weren't in nashville uh, we'd lived outside of pittsburgh for about almost seven years um, from 2011 to um, 2017. 
so I guess it was six years, if my math is correct, you know. Um, it was really, really beautiful river town up there outside of Pittsburgh that we were living um, and just uh, moved back a few years ago. And, uh, you know, I, I, funny, funny enough, like for me, I don't know if Nielsen remembers this, but we had done a show together where he, he had come and played with me. And then we ran into each other at a Mexican restaurant. And for whatever reason, like when I ran into him at the Mexican restaurant, um, I was like, I really think it's time to do some strays again. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh. Uh, Wait, yeah, yeah. So y'all played a show together and then afterwards you ran into the to him at the Mexican restaurant after the show? In my, in my memory, it was sequential, but <laughs> I, it, it may have been a few days later or something. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, we're back on the yeah, same wave. That, that show was very important, I think, for it too. You know? Yeah, it was. It was like Ryan had come was was doing a show at the Family Wash, and you asked me to open up, and I did. And like we're like, hey, let's just jump up and play a couple of stray songs at the end, and that I think that was a really cool moment, and kind of you know you felt the. The vibes and the juices again. I think that's and then the and then the Mexican restaurant. There was no stopping it after that. <laughs> <laughs> what Mexican yeah. restaurant was it? Las Maracas. Las Maracas. Okay, I didn't know if Isn't it was that... El Fuego or yeah, Las Maracas. <laughs> the heat. There, there's, there's magic in El Fuego. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't been there yet. They just they relocated and it's yeah now yeah super good. The Las Maracas, don't knock it. No, no, I, I love their. Uh, well, this this isn't a foodie um, Americana website. Is it? No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm just joking. But no, yeah, I like I like their um, I like their uh, oh, what's it called? It doesn't. You know, I like their salsa. <laughs> their salsa is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I like the feed it with <laughs> chips and salsa. I like that. You know, like when you sit down, it's like they're handing it to you as you sit down. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. Carnitas. I love their carnitas at Las Maracas. That's what I was trying to say. I have to, I have to get the carnitas. Yeah. You got to get them with the green sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, no, this is like a, an ad for Las Maracas now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try uh, El Fuego. El Fuego's it's fire <laughs> it really is <laughs> um so what why were you in pittsburgh for those six years uh, was it work related for the music or i just needed you know i'm from the philadelphia area and um i think i had this you know this notion that you know you, you know how it is with your home state you always it's just always always occupies a part of you you know and uh, and I, I do miss you know nashville is actually more kind of um urban looking than maybe people realize, which I, I, I really love like railroad tracks and, and refineries and stuff like that. Like those things are romantic to me, you know? <laughs> um, so, it, and, you know, so it was part of, part, part of that, you know, moving up there and being like right in the middle of it. And, um, I think in some ways too, you know, to be absolutely honest is that when you live in a community like Nashville, music can start to be, feel kind of academic um, you know, yeah, and um, and it, I wanted to kind of reconnect with 
kind of where I was from and, and also what I was trying to get away from, you know? Yeah. Um, when, you know, when you make a big change like that in your life and you move somewhere, you know, I, I, I still love the way it looks up there. It just, it's, you know, in the winters with the snow and, and, and all of that, I, I do. I love it. You know? Yeah. I, um, I actually was right before the pandemic, uh, hit, I was supposed to be up in Philly for part of the, or, uh, Pennsylvania for part of the tour. And I'm really bummed because I've only been to Lancaster. That's the only place. Oh, uh, Lan- Lancaster's great too, though, man. It's a really great state. It's kind of the Texas of the North it, it <laughs> is what the last time I was there is kind of what I concluded. It, it has a lot of character and a lot of inside humor and, you know, it, it really does. It, it doesn't quite have the music scene connectivity that Texas does, but in spirit, there's, there's some similarity. So what, what band are you in? Uh, me? That, yeah. Oh, I, I just have a solo. Um, I do Will Payne Harrison. It's just my name. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's well, awesome. Well, where are you from, Will? Uh, originally from Lafayette, Louisiana. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and Nilsson, before he got here, we're bonding over. He's from Mississippi, so he, he's from the Dirty South, too, so he gets it. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking. Don't worry, man. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, carpetbaggers coming. Oh, he's coming in now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. That's awesome, man. Well, then you understand, like, have you ever been in a band, Will? Yeah. Yeah, so you know. It's like there's something about when you are when you have that kind of chemistry creatively, when it's not just about your own ego and your own expression, there's something really empowering about it. And it takes it takes a certain kind of will to, to, to do stuff in your own name and, and from your own perspective that can get really exhausting, you know? Totally. And I, I find with working with Nielsen that there's, I feel widened by it. And I think that, I think that you do too, right? Nielsen. I mean, that's a fair way to put it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. There's an equal weight to the pull of the band. Uh, Yeah. And it's weird. I'll, you know, I'll fight harder for Nielsen than I will for myself sometimes. (laughs) I totally you know? get that. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really hard to. I think the only way that I've been able to do under a solo moniker is to be able to separate that Will Payne Harrison is not me. You know that. It's, right, right, right. Yeah. And that took I, a long time. I, I get that. I get. I totally understand that. And I sometimes I win that battle, and sometimes I don't. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I'm still fighting it for sure. But <laughs> I do. I get it. I like that's a good way to look at. it. It's a really healthy way to look at it. I don't know that most people would understand that that's really important. I actually saw that uh, I was watching a Dolly Parton um, documentary on Netflix and she was saying mm-hmm. that, that she, people think they know it's the Dolly that she is when she's not on stage is different from the Dolly. She is, you know, she's developed this character and mm-hmm. uh, everybody thinks the jokes on her, but really the jokes on everyone else kind of thing. Which I, I love her, man. I yeah. love her. She's a badass. That's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, have you, you've been in the studio, you record this four song EP, um, a short film for a long story, which <laughs> comes out October 30th. Yeah. Uh, exclusively on Bandcamp, I hear. Just in, initially, well, it's, it's, it, no, it's, it's, it's going to be available everywhere, but it's, uh, as far as like, uh, early, it's going to be, it will be available two days early exclusively on Bandcamp. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I love that. I love Bandcamp. I love those guys. That whole gang. They're doing such a great job and still keeping music, you know, asserting a sense of value to it, which is so important. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I saw that they're starting to do like a Patreon type thing where you can monthly subscribe to uh, like Strays Don't Sleep Bandcamp mm-hmm. and you can continue to put out additional content for like, you know, a set amount and uh, people will get, you know, they, they would get your EP plus whatever else you want to uh, give them every month, which is super I've been cool. Hear- I've been hearing about that. I didn't know, you know, I, I'm going to have to look into that. You should, yeah. Y'all definitely should uh, get in on that because I, I, I will eventually, for sure. It just seems like a more viable way to make uh, income off of the music that we're making. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a strange thing, man. Like that waltz with like the need to make a living, and then like the the kind of law of cre- law of creativity, as far as I understand it, is like, man, the many. The minute I intertwine those two things, it can get kind of hairy, yeah. you know? Um, but it sure is, you know, the, the people are willing, listeners are willing to participate in that sort of stuff. It's so beautiful, you know? Um, right. Because it is, it's it's tough, man. It, it, it's uh, The streaming thing is amazing for discovery, but man, is it like an aggregate game of like, you know, it's hard on the, the blue collar. <laughs> Yeah. The blue collar ones among us, you know. I know because um, you know you lose a few weeks of tour, and and it can really crush your year. And we lost the entire year of touring. Yeah, so it can really affect yeah. us. Yeah, no, it's 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 true. It's true. It's true. So Nielsen, what what is your part in uh, Strays Don't Sleep? Are you co-writing with Ryan? Are you? Um, uh, playing piano yeah. or like what well think? I think I mean yes we we, which was cool we wrote these songs together um, which is a little different than the last record where we kind of brought things in separately but we, we kind of decided on this to to start from the beginning I mean I think Ryan has always been one of my favorite writers that I've known you know somebody in especially even in Nashville which is filled with amazing writers so it's always like to me I love that team up because I mean, I feel like Ryan drives story so well and that, you know, so I bring a different sometimes even in that writing process, maybe bring a little something different, like to try to like, like he was saying, maybe widen something in that story or widen something just sonically or, or melodically, hopefully. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I think that's, starts there and then we go into the studio but it's you know i think it's just a team you know and and because y'all were talking about band like earlier i think as a producer i when i work with a band there's nothing i like more than working with a band like it's both the hardest thing and the most rewarding because there's always a tension in it and you got to kind of figure out like what is what's the way to make it work you know, because somebody's going to get, you know, there's always a, there's always this tension that has to be held up and it's different than with a solo artist. So that's what I love about being in a band is because you're, you're, there is, and that tension doesn't have to be like, you know, it's not like violent or anything. It's just, it's, it's like respecting it, respecting that there's two people or four people, you know, that have opinions and, and that, that's why bands are so hard to keep together too, because they, you know, people, everybody has ego and, 
Yeah. But man, when they work, they work and I love it. You know, it's, it's always great in the studio like that. Yeah. I always say being in a band is like having three girlfriends at once, you know, <laughs> <laughs> can't please them all, you know? No, 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 it's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. I think, you know, if I can chime in, like Nielsen and I absolutely complement each other's strengths and weaknesses with this, where I think that it creates something specific that, that separately, that was part of what made us want to do it again is that, you know, time kind of dictates that you start to understand um, your muscles and your, your weaknesses. Um, and it's a nice experience to have to do something that's so unique to the, uh, the experience of he and I being in a room together, you know, and his, his sense of melody and his sense of arrangement is so much more evolved than mine, whereas I'm a little more utilitarian. And I just love that sensibility he has for cinema and, and, and pacing. That's why I think that's why he's gotten into film as well, you know? So is there, is there like a, um, some sort of like film behind it that you plan on putting on it? Um, what is the well, story behind um, a short film for a long story? Well, you can, I mean, you can answer that, like the, the title stuff, right? Me? Ryan? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just for, well, as far as this, the title, I mean, I can yeah. say, but yeah. Well, the, um, Nielsen made a, a video for each um, song on EP that kind of tells a kind of ambient story about what, what we're getting at. But overall, you know, the, it's, it's an interesting thing. We, you know, we didn't get together um, to, you understand as well. It's like uh, creativity is like a really profound experience that you can have, you know, alone or you can have with, with, with people in a room and musicians. And, and um, so it, it's, I, I'm a little like, I want to be like very clear that like the songs aren't about he and I, you know, um, and our, you know, so that I, that's what I'm trying to clarify. Um, but we've been around long enough to see like kind of what's happening to our culture and what's happening to our, our sense of connectivity to each other. It's, it's so odd that, that this, this, this machine that connects all of us is, is acting as, as a repellent to each other. Yeah. You know, and so our story personally does coincide with a kind of reclamation of our friendship, but that's not where the songs were coming from. We were thinking more about a, this bigger story um, that, that we're all kind of enduring the, these these distances, you know. And so in some ways, like with the with it being a short collection of songs, we wanted it to be kind of a montage scene of. And I'm talking sonically, like a sonic montage scene of reclaiming a sense of hope. Um, because young people, young people are coming up in a time where all of their behavior is being tracked and used against them to sell them things. And they're receiving information about themselves that is completely um, uh, contrary to self-possession. You know, it's, it's kind of an indoctrination into, to, to ideas that they're not prepared to, to uh, discern, you know. 
And so we just wanted to tell a specific story about somebody going through a specific event and then reclaiming a sense of possibility. And so that's why we, you know, I had come up with the title because I thought it was uh, a clever way to, to explain why it's only four songs because we wanted it to tell a specific story. Does that make any sense, Will? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Okay. All right. That's a lot because I, what I want to be very clear is it's not about me and Nielsen's friendship. We were, it's not, it's not self-indulgent like that. Right. You know, it just happens that we had reconnected, but we had reconnected over conversations about these things in this world we're moving through and, and the disbelief that all of this technology that is amazing has come to be something that is also so challenging, Yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. So a, a woman running, um, I, I, I was listening to the four songs and I noticed, uh, at least from, uh, what I heard of the song, um, seems to be an instrumental was it an instrumental all the way through it is yes okay yeah um what uh what was the reasoning behind uh putting a instrumental on the uh the four track ep well nielsen i'll say this real quick and i don't mean the railroad i know i mean if you've ever had a, a really really profound confrontation with yourself about about what you're doing or what you're doing with your life there's always a moment afterwards where you're kind of in free fall Mm -hmm. um because you have to then try and discern well what am i going to do next and then so the instrumental being there is kind of the aftermath of the confrontation of the first song and it's meant to kind of emotionally um explain that feeling of 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 free fall of like I, you have to let go of these things that meant something a minute ago because they they're not they're not helping they're not they're not useful you know yeah so so that was the idea and that's better said with music than with words and in, in my opinion no i think i think that that's painting a, a much uh, clearer picture in my mind especially from the the titles of the song and what i've heard so far of the four songs that it's yeah like almost like a uh I don't want to say cleansing, but like a, a walking or I mean, it's called a woman running, woman running, but like <laughs> being with uh, yourself, like, and yeah, I get the kind of, mm. I, I think I understand the narrative a little bit clearer. That's very cool. Yeah. And the, and the videos that, that, that Nielsen made are absolutely beautiful. They're these ambient artful, they, they, they help to tell the story as well. And those will be you know? released like sequentially. Uh, throughout i'm guessing the rest of the year we're we're trying to figure out the best way to do it so that it's clear that they're connected yeah yeah i saw the the first one that was super cool the I, from my walked away got a sneak yeah. peek <laughs> very cool <laughs> awesome <laughs> um so would the video release on october 30th when the ep releases no i mean we've kind of like been talking about that. and one thing we've you know i think first we thought oh well like maybe we'll do these as like premieres and and see what press will lead to in that way but if that's not the case we've even talked about having like kind of a, a global experience of it like doing it as one thing to maybe a couple of weeks after the release um doing a you know experience of like hey here's like we lead up to this thing of experiencing the album through that visual you know 
context as well. That's awesome. Yeah. But we haven't, we haven't think we had like, we haven't like completely dialed in that thought, but I think that's something the last time we landed on that, I was like, man, that would be a really cool idea. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we, 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 Nielsen and I are, are very, very seriously independent DIY people. Um, I, I started out on a major and quickly figured out that, um, I, this is going to sound, I want to be careful how I say this, but how, you know, I don't know how old you are, Will, but it's, 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 you go through your life and you'll have people tell you, you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And, and all of us knows, no, and the, the, the measurements that, that one may have may not apply to your goals or your intentions, you know? And so after I left the majors, um, I, I started in the DIY way and, um, and I wouldn't change a thing. Um, and so part of this process that we're in, and, and I'm sure you understand, man, is like you, you, you make something. I believe that music is a humanitarian cause. I have no doubt that when I was a kid in Chester, Pennsylvania, and it, it was a rough place and all I knew were, were the blocks that I knew. And the world was very small to me. Music was my entry into that thread that that went all the way around the world, you know? Yeah. And so I come at this, and Nielsen and I talk a lot about this, and I he has a lot of beautiful thoughts on it as well, um, that I'm grateful to be able to write songs and to participate in the way that I do. But above all, I'm still, and this is something I'm protective of, I am a lover of music. There is a certain kind of song, and it can be any genre, that will just ignite me. And it's all that I aspire to do. And part of what we're doing, because we got Rachel um, and Frank involved, and you know, I know Rachel well, and I love Rachel. Um, but you know, it's hard you know, because their, their job is more in the traditional mode of, of yeah. sharing music. And whereas I come from the DIY world of like my first, my, the first um, amendment in my declaration of independence is generosity, <laughs> you know, For and sure. I, I, you know, so I don't really deal in a, in a thing in a world where I'm holding things back to try and tell a long story. So I, I find myself struggling to be patient, but I also know that, you know, it's important. Um, we're grateful that Rachel and Frank are involved and I, I, we probably, probably shouldn't be talking about this. Um, but it, I just want to clarify, if you hear, hear any hesitation in the way we're describing what we're doing, it's, it's us trying to, to, um, trying to find a sweet spot between our DIY engines and, 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 and the process so that hopefully more people can hear the songs. Not everybody's going to love it, but I'm absolutely certain that there's some people out there that will hear some of these songs and maybe they'll contribute to some sort of pivotal moment, you know? Um, music is in a weird place. You know, music has become um, a vehicle to sell other things. And I, Nielsen and I came up in a generation where music was the only fucking thing. And that it's not something that I really want to participate in, which, which makes it, you know, a, a little harder. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. And I come from a DIY uh, background as well. I kind of grew up in like a, a, a punk type scene, DIY. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and did touring 
for years with no no backing. Finally got it labeled, and the band broke up. Of course, you know. Mm-hmm. So I definitely no major label or anything like that in my entire career. But uh, I definitely just have always had the you know, no one's gonna fucking do it for me. I'm gonna do it for myself. Right. Kind of attitude, um, you know, f- towards everything. And I totally understand. Um, not want to sacrifice the art for, for the sake of monetary gain, even though we all need the money, you don't, you don't want to like, if it, if only 10 people listen to it and it hits like a ton of bricks on them, then that, that's what I, I, I assume what you mean too, but that's what I like. That was the goal. You know, if only 10 people hear this EP and they're like, Oh my God. And they get it. Then like, that was the reward for the hard work, you know, but you do have to, you know, put food on the table. So it's, it is a a delicate balance for sure. It really is. It is. It is. Yeah. Do y'all, um, when you write, do you, do you set down time together to write or do you kind of bring pieces together, um, to complete songs? Well, I think when we started this stuff, these four tunes, like when I went over the first time, Ryan had, I, you had, you know, I walked away, you had it started. So, you know, we just tweaked on it and kind of pulled in some different melody stuff to, to, to take it to a chorus and make it, like we always said, wider and bigger. Um, you, dude, you, kind of, you gave you know, it a chorus. <laughs> you gave, it was only four lines, remember? And that's all I had. Which song? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, no, but I think that's like um, walked away. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, but it just was. It was you had the the entry point, you know. I mean, you already. Yeah. And I think that's like, you know, everybody when you write, or I mean, I've kind of had to do that in a lot of ways, just because of being through production and writing with people. Like, you kind of have to sometimes take different roles of like, which am I the person that's going to help finish this thing, or you know, do I bring this section, this part to a piece? That's all stuff that um you know i I feel comfortable doing and and with ryan it's always just it's very comfortable and easy because like i I just feel like we sit there and talk for so long about you know what's on our mind what what we're feeling what we're frustrated about what we are excited about and that somehow bleeds its way into the lyric and 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 the story of the songs even sometimes without us knowing i think we've kind of laughed about that with i walked away yeah, I mean, I wrote something. I think that ended up being very universal in what we what what people are being faced with right now, and I think like the whole conversation we were having was about that, and didn't even real you know. And the song felt really personal. And then as you backed away, you're like, I mean, you, I, I, it's both very personal and it's but very universal. It's and I think we both kind of were surprised as we left of like, wait a minute, like we kind of did both of these things here in the song. And it was very, it spoke very much to what we were going through. I mean, I think what we were all going through and what Ryan talked about really well earlier about just the world and what this machine is doing to us and what we're being asked to face down each day, what we're being asked to process. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was kind of our response was that, you have to turn away from self-destruction because that's kind of what we're living amongst right now as we're lied to that it's some greater thing when it's not, you know? How do y'all, uh, how do y'all walk away 
from you know the the everything shouting in your face do you do you practice that <laughs> i mean to to me yes i mean i i because i mean like ryan was talking about the importance of art and we we talk about this daily when we when, when we have our conversations of together yeah i mean to me the walking away is how you define your life like what is it are you willing to participate kind of in hell or are you wanting to like create something beautiful in your own life i mean we both have families i i have a young son and we i just moved away from nashville to franklin kentucky so it's like defining those things that in your life that you that you can live with and and even in the making of art i started doing through video i started doing a lot of photography which has become really important to me in terms of how i see the world and how i view people through lens through, just through that lens like it, it opens up a different way of seeing things and you know i mean and we have this conversation all the time because the rub is what like we were talking earlier how do you put the food on the table but yeah. to me too that process of art is so sacred and like absolutely like, like what an artist gets is that more than anything, that's the thing you're the only thing you really promised is that process. So that's absolutely yeah. right. Um, slight segue. You, uh, speaking of photography, you are in the liner notes for John Prine's last record, correct? <laughs> yes. Super, super <laughs> cool. You were in the studio when they were recording that. Yeah. We, so we like my, like my video partner, Josh, Brett and I worked with John for like the last four years of his life. We did a bunch of videos for him and we were there like towards the end of the recording and we just took, you know, we took some of the photos, but we were always, you know, either getting hired to do photography or, um, you know, some sort of video stuff. But I mean, he's just, yeah, I mean, one of the greatest people I've ever been around in my life you know, with yeah. what, how genius he was. And then, but too, just like to see someone who, kind of carried that greatness but yet you know i could tell my son you know this is a guy that like was a normal person you know he didn't ever let that kind of overtake him yeah so what brought you to kentucky um well josh the, the video partner i have is from franklin here and we just were always doing video shoots up here because his family still lives up here and it just was there's this, the lights beautiful up here because you're up in a flatter area than Nashville, so you get a lot more like horizon light and for nerd tech talk, I guess. But, um, <laughs> but we also had like a lot of um, just access to stuff, and, it, and it's beautiful and it's small, it's a smaller place. It reminds me a lot of Mississippi. And after we were coming through a lot, I just we were making a, a project in the theater here that we rented for this first artist sam baker out of texas and i just was started looking i was like man i i really think i want to come up here and live and i i, I somehow convinced my wife to do it she found the house and so it was like okay i'll do it <laughs> there's something beautiful about kentucky for sure and there's so many talented musicians there it's yeah it's a great state for sure absolutely it's a weirdly Oh no, it's just I don't mean to rant, but it's like a weird it's one of the states like that you don't think about in a weird way. You think, oh like it's because I mean I'm from Mississippi, so every, like it's the butt of every joke that's ever been made, you know. It is. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, which is fine because Mississippi is like the Delta is like one of the most magical places on earth. So it's like, I get the duality of things, but there's just like a place you just, I just never kind of knew about it. You know, it's like, it's, you don't think about it because it's kind of in this middle zone, but man, it is beautiful for sure. Nilsson, I, I, I feel like I tell people this all the time. Do you see Kentucky as North? Because to me, being from like so far South, People are like, no, Kentucky's the South. I'm like, no, it's the North. Oh, hell, oh, hell yeah, it's the North. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the South. That's I mean, really funny. If you got to drive 12 <laughs> hours to get up there, it's North. <laughs> it is north all relative. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it, it, your last record, um, which came out, I guess, 14 years ago, was released on Bjork's record label? It was. It was on Bjork's label and a label out of New York here called Hybrid. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why why did you decide to do an EP this time instead of a full length? I wanted it to be a concise point of view. You know, um, my favorite, one of my favorite records of all time is uh, is Every Picture Tells a Story. And it's a short record, you know. Yeah. I, so that that's where I was coming from is that you just just all all meat, no no fat, and not that you ever aim for fat, but you know when you get up around 40, 50 minutes of music, um, I I think we tend to get bored with ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, and I think that uh, kind of circling back around to like being presented with so much stuff all the time, it, it also consumers consume very smaller pieces too, you know? So those, those filler songs are just going to skip. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're, they're at the grand buffet, man. Um, no, <laughs> do you have, do you have plans for another record? Any, anything down the pipeline that y'all are thinking about? Or just taking Absolutely. it one day at the time. <laughs> Uh, well, I think we'll, we'll probably start writing, I would say, here in winter, I would think, you know, yeah. but it, it's a little tough because, I mean, you know, we are in a pandemic, you know, so it's like we're, we're very mindful, like Nielsen came over and whenever I go over his place, I'm wearing a mask. And so we're, we, you know, we're just to be safe for each other, you know? Yeah. Uh, he was wearing a mask over here and it's it, it feels a little weird, but, you know, I, I would like to try and write, I would say, probably this winter and see what comes, you know? Um. It's it's an it's it's an important part of my life now. I you know I, I think I mean I think Nielsen feels the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I I, yeah, I, I, I mean I think, like I probably would have. I'm always like let's go, you know. But I think Ryan had a really good idea of like let's keep this first batch small. I mean even like at first we thought it was going to be a couple of songs, but then they. Then it like it showed that there was like a, a full story to, to tell, even with just a handful of songs, and that felt great. But yeah, I think that there's no doubt because like it's like we were saying, I mean, the, the process of this art making is so important to me and like with Ryan and it's sacred. I mean, and so therefore I I know we will be, you know, once we kind of see what this does. But I mean the, the beauty of it is there's not really a pressure of like it has to be done this way or this many songs have to be done. You know, I think we just kind of like keep going with it and see if, if six songs fall out or if two more, you know, we'll just figure that out as we go. 
That's the thing. Is, 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 it, it tells the story, and I think that's what we'll be motivated by with the next thing that we do, too, is whatever it takes to tell the story, you know, of what's, what's, uh, what's, what's dogging us, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, that's, it's kind of a, a relief to think that way, um, to not think in terms of, cause it wasn't an economic decision. It wasn't a, you know, it was, the story was told, you know, and that was why the, the, the instrumental felt important to us. To me, it's as important as the ones with lyrics. The beautiful thing about instrumental music too, that I have to say is that, you know, is that it allows somebody if they, if they dig in there with themselves it, to kind of um, have a conversation with their own interior, you know? Yeah. I think that that's kind of what I was uh, coming to earlier about that is like, yeah, you have to have that. It's, it's like an internal, it's a palate cleanser first off from the previous song, but it's also, yeah, you like internalize like in process, I guess is what I was trying to get at. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I would say probably in the winter here, we'll get writing again and, and see what, what's on our minds, you know? Are there any uh, 2021 plans to tour on the EP? <laughs> Dude, I don't think anybody's going to be really touring until late 2021. So I, I, I don't, as much as I would love to play some of these show songs live, I mean, we've had a couple invites to some things, but I'm not really, I, uh, personally, just not thinking that I want to participate in that yet. Yeah. I, I mean, I, right, Nielsen? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and then, and then just what, like, touring, like, what that even is. I mean, that's, um, I think, like, I, I definitely want to play these shows, like, place these songs out on some level, whatever whatever that is. Like you said, we, like, there's been some talk about some things, you know, some outdoor stuff, like, what was this month that kind of came and went. So, but yeah, I, I want to see what the songs do like that, but I, I agree. Like, I'm not in any rush to jump into that, that pool yet in terms of like, <laughs> especially all venue or something, you know, it's like weird. I mean, it's strange. Like, cause you said that Ryan about the mask stuff and it's like, I have to like, because of the video stuff we're doing and we're like being forced to be around people a, a lot more, you know, and you know, we wear masks, but then it's like, people who you think are totally into wearing masks and then all of a sudden they're not wearing masks, you know, and I, this isn't about like that kind of conversation. I'm not trying to get it. I'm just saying, cause I'm very, no, I, I, try to just, I just try to do whatever. Like one thing is like, I want to work, so I'll do whatever I can to do that. And, but it is really it, like, there's a loneliness and weirdness to all of it, you know, where it's yeah. some who I feel very open to going out in the world and doing stuff. I still find myself weirdly like when I'm around people, I, I'm just like, I feel more protected than I ever have. And that's weird. Cause that's not really, I, I don't know when we're all going to get where, I mean, it's going to take a lot for us all to shake this whole thing, even after it's done. I mean, and that's, and I'm saying that as someone who I don't even, I'm not the most like stay at home person at all. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying there's a reality to that headspace about it. That's just, it's tough, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, even even like watching TV, I see people hugging, and I'm like, "Whoa, what are yeah. they?" Doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do the same. I do the same thing, man. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they get that loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's and you're right about the you. It's it's a strange place where you you think that someone would take the same. Uh, 
care and respect that you're giving them uh, yeah. to to not be around. Because I think that the the thing is that some people just don't realize that like they're like, well, even if I get it, I'm fine. It's like, okay, cool, but think outside of the scope yeah. of you. And yeah. I think yeah, that yeah. some people are like, yeah, I'm being safe. But when they say they're being safe, they just mean they're not going around old people. They're not stopping themselves from going around other people that might be contagious. And that's yeah. right. Right. thinking well, about those. Yeah. Those people that like maybe Nielsen, you're going to, to see your grandmother and they don't know that, you know? Right. Yeah. Right, right. I also think like people do that. Thing. Like I, I helped my dad make some, uh, some music a, a couple months ago. And, um, and I was wearing my mask the whole time for out of concern for him, you know? Right. And we would go outside um, after working on some stuff and he would start trying to close talk with me and I kept yeah. backing up. I was like, dad, <laughs> stop, you know? And I think what, yeah. what happens is they see, you know, you, we see each other, we're in a room together and everybody looks healthy and there's no obvious signs that there's right. any danger and people relax, you know, which I think is often what happens and it's completely human. Right. You know? Um, but it is a, it is a, it is something that, as you guys have both indicated, it's like, you don't really know what the repercussions are for people or for, you know, your, your parents or, or somebody else that, you know, I have a cousin that has diabetes, you know, or other friends that have things they're struggling with. I don't, I don't want to be the one that's carrying it and gives it to them. And then they end up, you know, on a respirator. Yeah. I I saw, um, there's a, a, pedal steel player here in town. I don't know his name, but uh, I saw a bunch of people posting that he was just intubated, um, you know, and, and that's, that's terrifying. You know, these, it is. I mean, we lost John prime because of it. guys. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, he would still be here. I, I It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It really is. You know, so it's like we got to take it seriously and we have to try and all be as patient as we can. Anyways, I didn't mean to open up that can of worms, but I, I don't see touring even for myself or, or certainly for strays anytime soon. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird uh, it's a weird thing because um, I don't have anything on the books until April of next year. But I'm still like looking at April like, is that even, you know, should I cancel these or not i just i gave up on 2020 a long time ago though but yeah i think some of it is situational will i think some of it can be done you know yeah you know there, there are people doing the the long uh the you know open but i don't know i don't know we don't really know enough even yet and there's so much confusion and why even you know it? yeah yeah no, but, you know you sound like <laughs> I'm like three experts on this subject. <laughs> yeah, we got it all sorted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's just so, it's so, yeah, I mean, there's just so much, like you're saying, all, I mean, everybody's, what everybody's saying is true. It's frustrating and it's, there's just so much that we don't know. And, you know, you're yeah. trying to be respectful. That's all you can do. And you're also trying to be not insane, like both ways. Like, you know, I mean, that's just, we have to live. And then we also can't be going and piling on top of each other. So, there's got to be some middle yeah. ground, but it don't seem to be that great at that, you know, as a, as a nation. <laughs> so I don't know. It's hard yeah. to figure out what the, what the middle issue is. And I, I decided to, to take small steps and I had a co-write um, a couple of weeks ago and I had only been with like my roommates, my family and a very small, small friend group for the last six months. And 
co-wrote with that person. She texts me the next week. Hey, I have COVID. You should probably get tested. I'm like, oh my God. Oh man. One person, you know, the one person I see, but. Right. Right. Yeah. I was yeah, negative, dude. but. <laughs> Good. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. But yeah, it's, 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 uh, you just, you got to be careful out there for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to, we'll get through it, man, but it's going to take a minute and we just all have to, one of the things I do, you know, I'm not trying to make, you know, lemonade or anything out of this, but I know that it's forced a lot of us to, to look differently at, at what we're doing and how we're doing, it, you know, and I think a lot of good can come of that. You know, I, I've so enjoyed like this process with Nielsen. The way that we had to rehearse was through FaceTime, you know, yeah. and, and it actually, you know, I don't know that I would, I wouldn't want to write that way, but like the, the rehearsing really did pay off. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, you know, I found that, there, you know, I'm, I am, I've spent this time learning piano better, you know, I'm still not, you know, I'm proficient. But like it, it, we're all learning to kind of apply this time we have, I think, in really useful ways, and I think that could end up being really beautiful, you know. Um, yeah. But it's gonna it's gonna be difficult to get through this. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, did I miss anything? Is there anything that y'all would like to talk about um, before we wrap it up? No, man. I think you did great. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Cool. Thanks so much for coming on. It's it's been uh, a pleasure talking to both of you. Uh, this EP is amazing. I can't wait for everyone to hear it, and um, I hope that we all get on the road and get back to normal sooner than later. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. We too. <laughs> and thank you for having us, man. And good yeah, luck with well. everything you're doing, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, keep in touch. I'll, I'll have it out in a, a month or so. It sounds great. Thanks. Uh, thanks oh, sorry for I'm being late. It. Oh no problem. <laughs> that's it for this episode of americana station podcast thanks so much for tuning in and listening i hope you enjoyed the podcast uh make sure you rate and review you can get strays don't sleep new ep on Bandcamp. it's also available on streaming on spotify apple amazon and all the major platforms uh coming up we've got robert henry and cody howell from nashvillenoise.com uh, the person that I did not remember earlier is Josh King. He'll be coming up uh, at the uh, in next month. So we've got a lot of really good stuff coming out, and um, I hope that you will listen. I'll make sure to make a playlist. Uh, I have a playlist right now called Will's Top Ten, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and make a playlist of all the upcoming uh, people on the podcast so you can go ahead and get a listen to them. So make sure you follow that. It should be available on my Spotify. Uh, and we'll see you next time with Robert Henry on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>